Hello everyone, first of all, I'd like to say sorry this episode took so long to come out. January was a crazy month and this ended up just being kind of a rough episode to kind of make, trying to get stuff coordinated. But anyway, I'm very happy that it is here today with episode 9 of the Wiffle Statement podcast featuring Kyle Von Swasigen, or uh, Kayvon. <laughs> Kayvon entered the Palisades WBL as a 14-year-old looking to make a name for himself, and after proving good enough to hang around, he would bounce around from team to team, honing his pitching against some of the best hitters in the country. Till in 2016, he became the youngest owner ever in Palisades WBL history. He took control over the Padres and for three seasons would provide lights out pitching and bring the team to multiple postseason appearances. However, today he's on the show to not exactly talk about his playing career, but more or less to discuss what has happened to the Palisades recently and the repercussions thereof. This is probably one of the more important videos I feel like I've put out recently, along with uh, my last video talking about the end of this month in Wiffle Ball. Everything that's been going on in the Palisades over these past couple months is just a really important and big topic I feel like needed to be discussed on a channel like mine and just kind of get it out in the open for everyone to see. So big thanks to Kyle for coming on the podcast, and I definitely hope you guys enjoy it. And without further ado, sit back and enjoy episode 9 of the Wiffle Statement Podcast. At that point, you were, I think, going into your second year of Palisades. So how long have you been involved in Palisades in terms of years? I've, I started in 2013 with the Marlins, so I was, I was like 14, yeah, that was, that was my first year, um, yeah. And what has your involvement been like? You've been playing every single year up until now, so has it just been a player, has you helped out with, uh, the fields, anything like that? I've played, yeah, for six years, um, I've, I've helped out with the league Instagram, with uh, Tim McElrath, so I've, I've helped out with that. As captain of the Padres, I've drafted my own team in 2016, so did that, um, and yeah, I've played in a couple different leagues, tournaments, and it's just been so fun. Yeah, definitely. A lot of experience under your belt for sure. Out, out of your whole career in Palisades, I've got to ask, uh, what, what was your like one moment that, you know, probably your favorite out of all those years? I'd say my favorite moment was um, the 2017 playoffs. I think it was like the semifinals. We were playing the, we were playing the Expos in Palisades, and um, I hit a well, actually, let me just let me just um, let me just set the scenario. So it was, I think it was either like the the fifth or the sixth, and it was the last inning of um, of game three, I think it was. But um, so we were down one nothing to the Expos, and um, Anthony Didio was on the mound, and I ended up hitting a game tying homer. And then, um, so that tied that one, and then my boy Jordan Robles came up and hit the game-winning home run. 
that we won 2-1 and that won the series. Man, I remember seeing that video uh, come up on Instagram at first, like you said, first of your home run, and then uh, Jordan Robles's home run, and that was just absolutely nuts. That was just abs- just a crazy ending to that game. Yeah, I, I think I think what just made it, what just made it such a hype moment was just the fact that that it was just back to back. Like I tied it, and then Jordan came up right after me and just hit a bomb to win it. Definitely, so hyped. yeah. Even, sh- though, sh- even though in the video I didn't look that hyped, I was fucking hyped. <laughs> I mean, that moment is just you know one of many, you know, of Palisades' awesome, you know, historical whatever wiffle ball moments they've had throughout the years. So now here we are, uh, about to be February of 2019. Uh, you as being inside of you know being around the league a lot. Can you basically explain to everyone listening what happened in December of 2018? Yeah, so basically what ended up happening was um, Brett announced to the league on on the Palisades message board that he uh, he moved to North Carolina and um, that that basically he was stepping down as commissioner of the league and that kind of that kind of for net for now ended the the league's run since 2007. So that kind of like answered all the questions as to like why this month of wiffle ball was ending and like all this stuff surrounding the league. That basically just was the end of Palisades, and you know to to the majority of the players that read the post on the message board they were all like shocked they had they had like absolutely no idea about Brett moving or any of this so it came as a shock to me I asked a bunch of people around the league and they were shocked about it and but as of as of right now I think it's either like January 30th or 31st things are starting to look a lot better a lot of the some of the people in the league are trying to bring it back for 2019. So right now, Palisades definitely is not done. Um, we're trying to work on getting it back for 2019. So stay hopeful with that. Oh, I'm very hopeful. Glad to hear you say that. And that was kind of one thing that I had thought to myself is there really wasn't any warn. <coughs> excuse me, any warning that the league was just going to end so abruptly. I don't think anybody watching like me on the outside and from what you just said, players had any idea that Brett was going to step down from being commissioner just kind of out of the blue like that. Yeah, I I agree with you 100%. I think, I just think it was was a really abrupt way to end things. Even though... Brett's been been doing his thing for for like a dozen years. He's put in probably more work than anyone I've ever seen into the game of wiffle ball and trying to help it grow. And just just thinking about it, like if 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 everyone in in the wiffle ball world worked as hard as Brett to try to progress the sport, just imagine like how far wiffle ball would be. 
Yeah, I definitely think that he can serve as an inspiration to, you know, anyone out there wanting to start their own league. It's funny that you say that when I... uh, That's the guy to to look up to if you want to start a league. Right, and that success speaks for itself. When I uh, originally, back in the beginning of January, I put out that video talking about uh, this month in wiffle ball, the show ending... And about this, the same day that video went up, I uh, was contacted by Jimmy Cole, who basically told me what had happened on the message boards. And th- this was kind of back the beginning of this month, so I'm guessing, you know, things have changed somewhat. But he was basically saying, you know, Brett's left and it's kind of over. And it, he, he said something that kind of, you know, hit hard for me. And he, he not not to you know, bring, this isn't about my league, this has nothing to do with that, but he said, what what would your league be like if you just quit? You know, would it carry on with that same quality? And I could speak for myself, no, and I could speak for, I'm pretty sure, MLW, no. And, you know, I feel like it's every single league, organization, whatever, always has that one person that, you know, is a driving force for that. And when you take that away... You know, there have to be some people behind to, you know, step up and say, okay, now we're going to take this on. So from what you said earlier, it looks like, you know, some guys in the league are trying to, you know, uh, take the league and keep it going for this coming season. Yeah, you made a, you made a good point right there. Yeah, um, definitely have those people that are the driving force for the league. You know whether it's whether it's Brett for Palisades or, um, or, or MLW or MAW or, or NWLA. There's mainly that that one guy that drives it. But in Palisades' case, you have you have a bunch of guys that just love the game of wiffle ball and really just don't want to see Palisades end anytime soon. So. There's probably going to be like a committee of guys that try to carry on Palisades legacy. So, what do you think is the biggest obstacle to keep the league going? I mean, I mean, okay, so if Brett was handling the, you know, all the social media, the YouTube channel, all that side of Palisades, which I'm assuming he was for the most part, are there bigger uh, putting that aside? Are there bigger obstacles within actually running the league at its core that need to be taken care of? That's actually a good question. Um, me for myself, I would like because I don't run a league myself, obviously. So I, I don't know if I have the best input on that. You'd have to, in order to get the best answer for that question, you probably have to ask like Brett or someone that runs their own league and they'd probably be able to know for a fact what would be the biggest obstacle. But in terms of, like, social media, I think the social media would be, like, pretty easy to run from from other people. But, like, in terms of in terms of either, like, setting up the field or, or collecting the fees or, like, making schedules around the league, those are probably, like, the hardest things about running a league and just like keeping track with stats and all that. So. 
And Palisades really, for all these years, has been a complete package with, you know, scuff stats, the videos, the social media, and all the teams and players. It really has, it's, to me, it's done something that not many other leagues have done in terms of just in one location, you know, not, not a tournament-style league, but a weekly, you know, playthrough league has kept a great level of professionality. Um, do you think that there's still the huge interest with players to want to keep the league going? Oh yeah, hundred percent. And and just like just like you said, those little things like the like keeping the stats, all the social media, the this month in wiffle ball, all those little things are what make Palisades, in my opinion, the greatest league of all time. So, and there's there's definitely a lot of interest from the players, and there's good chemistry between its players. So, uh, I'm really optimistic that Palisades is gonna stay rolling for the 2019 season and years to come. So, I'm looking forward to it. I think everybody would be, from uh, the players to the the people watching the league. What um do you think would would you see any changes in the league? Do you think, or too early to say? Yeah, it's it's probably a little early to say. Things are just getting worked out right now. Like trying to trying to maintain the fields. You know, just trying to get some people to step up. So yeah, it's kind of hard to say right now. So I guess the best way to look at everything that's been going on is just Palisades is rebuilding in a sense. It's kind of just, you know, I guess Palisades, uh, you know, it's adolescence. You know, some of the older guys are retiring, stepping down. And, you know, now if it wants to keep going for another, you know, two, three, five, ten years, whatever, there's going to have to be a new wave of people willing to come on and operate it and then, you know, of course, to keep playing in it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Palisades is, is Brett's league. Like, he's the, he was the main founder. You know, he was the one that, that put all the videos together. He was, he was the main driving force behind the league. And, and with that comes if if he were to leave which which he ended up leaving it would have to be the responsibility of its players to have to continue on and and run the league because i mean this is basically a one-man job for brett trying to run this thing so right and has anybody do you know if Brett has any contact with guys that are still working in the league? Has he? Does he have any? Is he in touch with that at all, or has he just completely kind of just stepped out of that world? As far as no, you know, no, no, no. Brett, Brett basically just just moved. So I mean, no, he 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 still has the contacts of of all like the the owners and the managers and he'd be able to get in contact with us if like he had any concerns or, or if, if we have any questions for him as to how we want to continue running the league because there's there's certain things that 
that if if we were to continue in Palisades, that that Brett would want it done his way. Like for example, for example, running the miners, like I'm I'm pretty sure there's someone in the league that that would want to step up and run the miners, but like Brett wouldn't want to have the league turn into like a cash league where like you put in a bunch of cash and then whoever wins the whole thing like wins all the cash basically have it be like a like a weekly league like kind of how it was set up before like with um with there being two games like every two or three weeks like that like the formatting um playoffs Brett would have to like approve of all that if we were to continue running it in 2019. And do you think that's more of a just kind of more out of respect or is it just, you know, to keep that friendship or is it, you know, just because Brett does have that knowledge of the game that he does? Definitely all three. Yeah. I mean, just out of just out of pure respect for the amount of work Brett's put into the league. I mean, we should we should continue to run it the way that Brett intended it to be run, to be ran and I mean pretty much so yeah, I I would uh, wholeheartedly agree with you and I think Brett is you know I've never met him in person but obviously I'm aware of his presence and I feel like a lot of people, you know, that are outside of the Palisades, maybe, you know, they're just watching, that kind of a thing, probably don't, a lot A lot of these new people that are just getting into wiffle ball don't have an idea of who Brett is, because he's really, he wasn't in the videos, you know, that much since he kind of, you know, stopped playing as much as he was in the earlier years, and he's really just, you know, for people outside looking in just kind of a behind the scenes figure but he truly was the you know like we've said in this video multiple times a person that kept palisades running yeah kind of wanted to bring this up and i'm not sure if you uh, are aware of this at all but i had heard talk that obviously um i've i've heard that brett had a background in film and video making and I had heard talk that he had tried to turn this month in wiffle ball into a almost a television show or like a you know a Netflix show or something that he was trying to pitch to different programs. And when that didn't work out, he kind of just you know that that was to me from what I heard that was his last you know big hurrah to try to push wiffle ball. I guess have you yeah. heard anything about that? Yeah, I mean, like you said, like, it's like, that was kind of like the last, the, like, the last kind of hope that would keep Palisades going, and he ended up, he ended up uh, not getting that deal, so at, at the moment, Palisades would have just been done, but, um, you know, it's, it's whatever. I mean, you know, some things don't work out, but it's, it's all—it's always good to to try to reach deals with 
with bigger partners and you know to try to keep or to try to push wiffle ball into bigger audience definitely I like, I like that he tried to do that yeah and you know the the, the thing is is wiffle ball still is a very you know niche sport so the, I guess I could, as much as I would hate to say it, I could agree that the audience isn't there for that kind of a main scale. I think the entertainment quality is definitely there. This Month in Wiffle Ball is one of the most entertaining things you can watch on YouTube, in my opinion, even if you're not playing Wiffle Ball actively. It's just good entertainment. But I think Wiffle Ball could definitely, you know, five, ten years, however long, if it kept progressing, gaining a larger and larger audience maybe you know brett pitching a show like that could actually go to a network but who knows maybe brett was with that idea was just years ahead of his time maybe maybe we'll look back years from now and say wow that that really could have been a thing he was just too early to the game yeah i mean i i also think we need the we need the help of 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 wiffle ball incorporated too like we need the help of them because I mean overall like in terms of trying to in terms of trying to turn wiffle ball into like a like a, a more competitive sport like that's that's like not really who like wiffle ball is like as a company like like you could you could you could tell that like as a company like they try to market towards like the like little kids and like to try to make it like a like a sport where or like a instead of like trying to make wiffle ball like a sport they try to like make it more like a toy so like that's like their target market whereas like if 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 you look at something or if you look at a product like blitzball i know like as as wiffle ball players we all hate blitzball <laughs> but um you know but i i i I actually really like the way, like Blitzball, like the way, the way they market their product. Like they try to make it like a competitive thing, whereas whereas like Wiffle Ball, kind of only markets towards like little kids. So like, and you look like, at it. That's that's the thing that, that honestly kind of pisses me off about Wiffle Ball is that is that they don't really market towards like the competitive side. Like to try to make it more of like a competitive sport. Whereas like Blitzball, like they have like a huge, like the the main guy who runs Blitzball has like a a giant social media preference, and they have like contests and stuff. So that's gonna get guys involved. And I wish Wiffleball would do that, but you know, whatever. Yeah, I would definitely. That's something I've heard at Fast Plastic. I heard a guy or two talking about that on you know uh, on YouTube. I've heard. A couple guys bring that up of how wiffle ball incorporated as a business kind of does hinder the the sport from progressing. And really, when I look at it, like you just laid out pretty perfectly, it definitely does make sense. And what the the problem is is really how wiffle ball, like you says, marketed itself. Because most people think of wiffle ball as underhanded tossing to, you know, uh, little kids. But if Wiffle Ball Inc. could just get out there and show the Palisades, show the Golden Stick, show the Mid-Atlantic Wiffle Ball, show the Fast Plastic, I think that your potential target audience 
across the country is just massive. Yeah, seriously. Because I think one thing that a lot of people don't realize is that baseball is so popular, but baseball is also equally oversaturated to where if you get out of high school or even college or even even the minors, your career with baseball is practically over unless you want to play, you know, men's softball or some amateur league, which even the longevity of that isn't great. But wiffle ball takes everything that you could get from playing baseball and just makes it accessible, makes it super competitive, makes it, uh, you have to have skill to play it. To me, it takes a lot of those ideas and just makes them perfect for anyone that wants to play. But like you just said, Wiffle Ball isn't trying, Wiffle Ball Inc. isn't trying to appeal to that target audience. Yeah. Yeah, you make a, you make a really good point with that, yeah. With, with Wiffle Ball just being easily accessible and, you know, it's just, it's just a fun game. Yeah, and it, it, it can be super fun and it can also be, competitive as hitting a walk-off home run in the semifinals versus Anthony Didio, you know, it can reach that level too. Do you think that most of Palisades has guys in the league, like the majority of Palisades players, do you think they have... Right. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Definitely a lot of the a lot of the interest that comes with wiffle ball is from being a big baseball fan. And like me, like I, like I started playing baseball when I was like four or five years old, and I played through little league. I played through my teens, and you know I I, I still try to play whenever I can. So you know, I, I I love baseball. I love wiffle ball. Just playing wiffle ball ever since I was little. It's always just been an interest of mine. Same with baseball. So and, and I think that. I think the thing that makes wiffle ball such a great game is that for, for somebody like me who I'm about to play most likely my lat I mean maybe not but most likely my last year of competitive baseball that's you know kind of the end of that chapter but wiffle ball that has the potential t- that I can play the rest of my life you know more or less in a competitive format as opposed to baseball where your longevity is not that long with wiffle ball you have guys that have been playing 10 20 years and you know are still going out to tournaments to play yeah and i think like you were saying earlier that's just another part of that target audience that could be there for leagues like palisades if palisades keeps growing keeps evolving which i definitely hope it does too and um just looking forward to 2019 to kind of wrap this episode of the podcast up. What are you looking forward to this year? You, you mentioned you. Pl- I know you play in other leagues other than Palisades. So, are you looking to bring back the Padres? Are you looking to play in other leagues? Kind of. What are your? What's on your itinerary this year? I'm looking to bring back the Padres in 2019 in Palisades if if we can keep it going, which I'm hopeful that it does keep going. I'm looking to play in in Mid Atlantic Wiffle um, during the summer. I'm going to be playing in that uh, Mid Atlantic Winter Tournament. That's in a week and a half 
in uh, Pennsylvania. I'm looking to play in MWLA in Michigan in July. And then in October, uh, Fast Plastic that I hope you'll be there for so that we can meet up. Yes, I uh, definitely plan on being there. Yeah. yeah, that would be awesome. Definitely planning on being there. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's also going to be a big priority of mine is coming out of Fast Plastic and showcasing my skills in the <laughs> Wiffle. Well, cannot wait to see you there. Yes. Well, best of luck in the uh, upcoming year. Sounds like you're going to be very busy. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, do I have a firm commitment on the uh, Padres winning, hopefully winning the championship when Palisades returns? Yeah, we, uh, we we got knocked out in the semis in 2017, got knocked out in the finals in 2018. So we're improving every year, and... The only way to improve more is if we win a championship in 2019. So looks like it's gonna looks like Padres are gonna be champions in 2019. Hey, you know, third time's a charm. That's I, that'd be oh, yeah. a pretty great year for y'all. Definitely, best of luck to you. I will definitely be on your side rooting for y'all. And uh, yeah, definitely. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Glad we were able to just kind of talk about everything going on in the Palisades world. Definitely something I feel like needed to be discussed for uh, people to hear definitely alrighty we're going to wrap up here thank you again Kyle for coming on the podcast awesome to have you yeah it was awesome to be on let me just let me just uh, let me just say first of all that uh, I love what you guys are doing in Louisiana putting Louisiana with a ball on the map um, I love your league I love your channel I think I think you're doing a lot to to the game of wiffle ball and you know just keeping the youtube community of wiffle ball alive and i appreciate that well thank you very much if you are really love to hear that support that means a lot thank you and uh hey man if you're ever down here in the south definitely hit me up we'd uh, love to have you come out and play well alrighty, that is going to do it for this episode of the podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed it. If you want to learn more about the Palisades, if you are not familiar with the Palisades at all, which you should be, uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, I put the links to their channel and their social media down below, so definitely go check them out. And if you are listening to this on Spotify or uh, Apple Music, thank you so much. And uh, just, you know, do a Google. You can do that. It's 2019. Hopefully, you know how to do that. But anyway, gonna end the podcast here, guys. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, just, you know, get out there, start leagues, play wiffle ball, support the game. Everything we said in this podcast applies. And I'll be talking to you guys very soon. Goodbye.